0: Today, I want to talk about what is my favorite website and really tool in the cryptocurrency space when it comes down to data and not only data, but accurate data. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Crypto Bobby. I hope you are having a great day, great night, wherever you are watching or listening in from. And a quick note, some of you may have seen this on Twitter already, but I'm kind of excited about it. The... Past two streams on Crypto Happy Hour, both times my USB microphone, which wasn't a cheap microphone by any stretch, uh, crapped out halfway through the episode. And because of that, I went ahead and got myself a brand new microphone that is apparently one of the fancier microphones out there, uh, as well as a brand new mixer too, with this sweet button on it. So I could do that anytime I wanna do that. Um, But hopefully no more issues on Crypto Happy Hour. sound will hopefully sound better for you too. So excited about that. But today, the important part let's talk about on chain FX and why in my opinion, it is a tool that you should be using on a daily basis if you're interested in cryptocurrency. And before we get into it, diving into the specifics here. The first question is Rob is this a sponsored video Rob is this a sponsor video Rob is this a sponsored podcast? No, it's not. Uh, this was not requested. I haven't talked to anybody on chain FX. This is simply in my opinion, the best tool out there, and it has been for some time. But some of the recent features uh, that the team at Masari has added to Onchain FX are awesome. I'll put a link to the YouTube video for this in the podcast description as well, in case you guys want a visual look at how some of the stuff that I'm describing works in Onchain FX. I think it should make sense audibly, but if you want a visual look, you can go through and check that out on YouTube as well. Uh, before we hop into it, though, if you guys haven't signed up for the beta edition of hxro and their new moon Wrecked game i definitely recommend you give it a shot if you go to cryptobobby.comslash r-e-k-t uh it allows you to join the waitlist that they are slowly opening up to over a hundred thousand people right now uh but moon Wrecked is pretty awesome it'll really allows you to basically play the five minute candles on bitcoin uh, and they're opening that up to ethereum or to eth and to xrp as well Unless you bet on whether the candle is gonna go moon, goes up, goes green, whether by one cent or by $50, or wrecked. And you can earn uh, money based upon that. It's a pretty fun game, I really enjoy it. And if you sign up through cryptobobby.com slash wrecked, you get 100 free HXRO tokens, which are worth about $8. So definitely check that out. And now let's hop back into the conversation about on-chain FX. And just to prove it too, I mean, I've been talking about on-chain FX back in October 30th of 2017 I think was the first time I ever mentioned it and called it at that point in time better than coin market cap it might have not been at that point in time we can see literally the number of columns that they had on the right hand side were very limited but now as we'll get into it's crazy and shout out to the old Oracle office shout out to a beardless Bobby as well as Bitconnect as the number nine largest cryptocurrency in existence at 1.6 billion dollars but our guys and girls over at on-chain FX and Masari, just on-chain FX at this point in time, had a big red circle next to it to indicate, hey, you know, this is actually, that's a scam. This is a scam. Whereas CoinMarketCap was displaying CPC ads, driving people to BitConnect to earn 1% daily interest and was no doubt a big driver in the fact that, hey, BitConnect existed and scammed a lot of people. So why do I recommend you utilize on chain FX, especially if you're interested in just data driven approaches to cryptocurrency or just being able to make decisions better in the future. And the big thing in my opinion is just the plethora of options that you have when utilizing on chain FX over other things out there. And this is a free tool. There is nothing you have to pay to utilize it. There's no advertisements, there's nothing distracting about it. But this is an awesome tool because it allows you numerous numerous options to whether you're investing, or you are interested in just seeing what is out there or what's trending in the space on chain FX is in my opinion, the best way to do it in this video, I want to just point out some of the cool features that I think will hopefully help you as an individual go through the process of utilizing this tool and hopefully just getting better data out of it. And also sharing that data with other people if you so choose, or if you have something that's super awesome and a great view and great data points that you really want to dive into uh, and, and keep from everybody else, by all means, do so. One of the limitations about on-chain FX used to be the fact that they only had like 50 or 60 different crypto assets or cryptocurrencies, whatever, on the website. Back when I recorded my first video and introduced a bunch of people to it, in October of 2017, there were like 50 assets, which is fine. But when you're competing against coin market cap with 1500, uh, you can't get as much data. Now there's over 600, which is awesome. But not only are there 600 cryptocurrencies, which is basically the most important ones, anything beyond that you have like Putin coin and Trump coin and weed coin or whatever, uh, things that don't necessarily make much of a difference. And you're probably not really trading. But to that. Uh, there are a number of different ways you can sort this information whether it's by sector if you want to find stable coins or smart contract platforms or internet of things or you know computation platforms lending platforms you want to find by the different categories whether it's currency infrastructure maybe even asset size if you just want to look at large cap cryptocurrencies like hey i don't want to trade anything that's that's a small or mid cap it's too liquid might get stuck in a position whatever you can only look at large cap cryptocurrencies or if you are just loving life as a professional shitcoiner, coiner you can go through the process of looking solely at microcaps and look at um, anything below 10 million dollars and browse through that and find a bunch of information any way you'd like it and then in addition to that you could also look at number of things like proof of work proof of stake uh, or the other consensus mechanisms that one uh product or platform out there might utilize in my opinion the the best thing about on-chain fx or the reason I really like it the most is it's really a dynamic spreadsheet that allows you to sort and customize things with really not endless but close to endless data points that you can utilize in any way you really like and what I mean by that is yes there are 600 assets and then it allows you to create watched assets as well so right now in my watched assets I have Bitcoin, I have Tezos, I have Ravencoin. Ravencoin's crushing it right now. I have Monero. Uh, and if I want to add, let's say, Maker and then I want to add Zcash, I can add those to my watch list. And I can essentially track if this is my portfolio. It is not. But if this is my portfolio, I can show only the watched assets and just track the ones that I'd like to track. Or I could also show other assets if I'm trying to maybe find a cryptocurrency that I really like and something that I want to to perhaps make a trade on. And when I say on-chain FX is is dynamic, I mean that you can go through the process of sorting these columns and adjusting them as you see fit. So if I'm looking at the watch list, I already know what's on my watch list. I don't need that there, so I could take that off. Uh, But I also don't right now care too much perhaps about the fully diluted market cap of some of these assets. So I'm gonna remove that from the list. And then I'm also going to remove what is the reported market cap. So one of the best things I think about on-chain FX is they take somewhat of a, I don't wanna say a skeptical, but a, a data-driven and non-fluffy approach to cryptocurrencies and to, to crypto assets out there. And they try to look at things with a uh, an eye where they're actually exploring the blockchain and they're going through the process of really getting detailed granular information. And in that respect, there is You know the process of having a you have a reported market cap that's something that might be on on coin market cap but then what's the actual liquid market cap what is the you know the number of of dollars or or, coins that are locked up perhaps in for ethereum the parity hack or the parity wallet freeze where there's a hundred million dollars that's locked up there that's likely reflected in the fact that right now the reported market cap for ethereum is actually lower than what they consider the liquid market cap to be so i will remove the reported market cap from that and then you can also see the fact that there's real volume and reported 24-hour volume so we've talked about that in the past week or so the bitwise report that came out some of the research that the block had done on faked volume as well but you can see what people are reporting as volume the aggregate global trading volume and then you can also, if you want to see what is considered to be the real ten trading volume that OnChainFX and Masari has coined as what Bitwise put forward as the ten most trustworthy exchanges out there. I believe it was Binance, Coinbase, Gemini, um, Bitrex, Poloniex, and a number of other ones out there. But essentially, ten exchanges that are have been found to not be faking volume, and some of the rest that have. So you can look at what they'd consider to be real volume or just the reported volume on coin market cap as well. So for me, this is where it gets kind of fun because there's a number of different data points that I like to utilize that help me to just get a feel for what's happening in the market right now, as well as just maybe make more intelligent decisions. And the big thing, and I think this is this is great. So on-chain FX has, originally was just all time high And then they added in what's what's called cycle low so the all-time high for a lot of people that were in crypto in 2017 early 2018 of december of 2017 january of 2018 was a crazy crazy time frame sure a lot of people made a lot of money and then i'm sure a lot of people lost a lot of money who invested in that time frame but when you look at the percentage down from all-time high for a lot of these assets it is it's not great you have Bitcoin is down 80% from its all-time high, Ethereum is down 90% from its all-time high, uh, XRP is down 92% from its all-time high. But what happens if we looked at what on-chain FX considers to be su- the cycle low, which is the lowest price in the lowest price that in the past that Bitcoin has traded against versus its all-time high. So if we look at the all-time high, how to explain that is the all-time high for Bitcoin was $20,000. What has been the lowest price since it hit $20,000? So the lowest price was actually, if we click on that and take a look, the lowest price was, according to on-chain FX, $3,100. So, okay, that's, you know, that's something. But what happened if you actually deployed capital or bought cryptocurrency, or whether it's Bitcoin or anything else, what happens if you bought at that cycle low or around that cycle low? Well, in the time since that cycle low happened, which is three months ago. Bitcoin is up 29% since that occurred. So while we might look at the you know all-time high being like wow it's down 80%, you know it's still a bear market. It's you know it's still awful. This is so bad. You look at the percentage up since cycle lows for a lot of these assets. You realize we've been in a fairly steady recovery for really the past two to four months for many of these assets. You look at Ethereum. Ethereum cycle load at $81. It is up 70% since that low. XRP, seven months ago, it cycle load. So XRP was actually a little bit of an outlier. It really dipped down hard seven months or so ago, where the majority of the top assets in the, let's say the, the high caps have cycle load in the past two to three to four months. XRP was seven months ago, and XRP is only up about 22% but what happens if you look about eos eos bottomed out four months ago it's up 181 percent since then Binance coin finance coin bottomed out four months ago at four dollars it is up 300 since then so i think for for me looking at something like these cycle lows which you can't really see anywhere else are fantastic ways to just pull up some data and see how things have been progressing and here's another option let's say you are investing in cryptocurrency right now and you really like the idea of passive income i am not going out and saying that passive income or proof of stake or masternode coins are great or they're bad Um, i'm just saying that you maybe are interested in those and you want to acquire uh some masternode cryptocurrencies or some cryptocurrencies that you can go through the process of staking well masari has an option for you to go down and select to get data points to see staking yield as well as the Uh, percentage of the network that's staking. So right now, let's say you want to look at only large and medium cap. So anything over $100 million in market capitalization, and you want to find something with a staking yield that looks attractive to you. Well, if you go ahead and do that, you can see that right now, Decred is staking, if you are staking, 47% of the network right now is actually staking. So almost half the network, pretty incredible. Uh, But you'll receive an annual yield of about 11%. Perhaps you want to look at Dash or Tezos as well. Dash is providing a 9% annual yield. Tezos is providing over a 7% yield. So you can look at these data points and help determine like, hey, you know, this is something maybe I want to check into these and see what type of, of staking yield I would actually earn if I would go ahead and do that. But also to that point too, what's the minimum? Maybe I, you know, maybe I can't afford something that is you know maybe i can't afford one that has a really high minimum maybe nem doesn't work for me or maybe i can't afford a thousand dash for a masternode that's helpful as well isn't it perhaps you're going through the process of evaluating this data and figuring out hey i am interested in this cryptocurrency but what's what's the supply inflation percentage because i've seen some cryptocurrencies maybe i've looked at grin recently and i really liked grin but i saw the price dropping substantially because the inflation rate so high. Guess what you can do in on-chain FX. You can go through the process of evaluating the current inflation percentage. It's not available for everything. Some things, uh, you know, either ICO'd or don't have an inflation percentage because they're not mineable. Whatever it might be. But if we look at something like Zcash, Zcash is a 42% inflation percentage right now. Perhaps that's something where you feel like if you're acquiring any Zcash, the dilution there is not worth the time. Going back to decred decred had a the highest staking yield out of any of the mid to large cap stakeable crypto assets it was around 11%, if I recall. However, the current inflation per- uh, percentage is 20%, almost 21%. Is that 11% yield justified for a 20% inflation? This is one of the better ways to go ahead and actually find out that critical information before you make any decisions based upon it. So my goal for this video is just to to really show you the options that you have in using on-chain FX. And I think it helps to just give added and needed perspective when you are evaluating cryptocurrencies or looking at the market and just having a better idea of the data and the options available to you. And as always, there are a ton of categories that I didn't go through that allow you to sort through them. Uh, You just click on the obviously the information button next to them and it has a great descriptor as to what those are And in addition to that if you ever want to go through the process of exporting to CSV or even sharing a custom view of Your timeline I could go through and say is my timeline I could generate a custom link and I could share that out to anybody anytime. I really want to whether it's on Twitter or to my friends or whoever it might be. So key takeaways from this for me is number one on FX is sweet. I use it all the time. I really like it. If you use it, I would love to hear from you. If you're listening on the podcast, you can always check out the video for this as well. It helps to add some visuals, but on FX is great because it provides a lot of helpful information. If you utilize it, let me know in the YouTube comments. If you have questions about utilizing it, let me know. And then the data takeaway from my standpoint, That is important as well. If you're just looking at anything, 2018 was an awful year. 2017 was the most ridiculous year in crypto's history, or one of the most ridiculous years. 2019 so far hasn't been that bad. You look at the year to date so far and where we've been through, 2017, Bitcoin did a 1,600% upswing and then a 72% pullback. So far in 2019, we're up close to 9% for Bitcoin, up about 3% for Ethereum. Down a little bit for xrp but for the most part it's green across the board in 2019 whereas 2018 was a sea of 70 80 90 plus percent downward spirals so there's still hope maybe who knows until then looking forward to hearing from you folks in the comments if you enjoyed this video make sure to hit a thumbs up button hit that like button helps to get this video out to as many people as possible until then crypto bobby signing out have a good one peace